Welcome back to Hidden Power. This is a Pokemon podcast. The Indigo Disc has been out for a few days now. Today's episode is going to be a comprehensive breakdown, analysis, and discussion of the Indigo Disc DLC, as well as a retrospective on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. My name is Dusty Gogo. Today, I'm joined by Soul Silver Art. What's up? And our long-awaited guest and friend, Kayla's Capsule. Hello. Welcome, Kayla. Welcome. It's honestly been a long time coming. We were just saying off-camera how uh, we've actually... Wanted to work with you since the inception of the show. Somehow it didn't happen. We've been talking all year, but we didn't get to actually get you on the show. Can you tell uh, the audience and, and listeners who aren't familiar with you who you are and what you do on YouTube in, in the Pokemon space? Yeah, so I'm a Pokemon theorist. Um, I focus mostly on like evidence-based Pokemon theories, so looking at what's actually in the games and then using that to prove different things about the lore. Um, I also play a little bit of competitive, so I do that as well. Here on Hidden Power, we get really wild and wacky when it comes to like what possibilities we could see but you really are like when you say you're fact-based and, and evidence-based theory crafting uh like you truly mean that right um just recently yes. weeks before uh the indigo disc came out you actually proved a theory um or or discovered or what, what's the terminology there you created a theory uh that was proven in the dlc uh, the artisan maze the artisan is maze. a map of area zero yeah exactly yeah. and that predicted the tree that yes. we saw in the trailer and then yeah <laughs> you're doing great stuff let's just jump right into it today um i'd love to hear what your experience has been like with the dlc um i think overall for the, the duration of this episode i'd love to discuss um a lot of pros and cons with scarlet and violet um but let's start with the dlc yeah, I think one of the things about me that makes it a little unique is that one of the things I look for is lore consistency. I feel like the lore consistency is on point. Uh, I really like how they've connected all of the different things from previous games into this game and not never had a moment where something was off in terms of like, oh, well, this contradicts what we heard in Generation 3, or this contradicts what we learned in Generation 2. In fact, I feel like the DLC even added to the lore in a lot of ways that are really interesting. So I'm very excited to explore that from a lore perspective. I also, like as a competitive person, really like how the DLC teaches people how to play competitive. Yeah. Not We don't get a lot of double battles yeah. in Pokemon games. So the fact that the DLC is all double battles and we have competitive teams with items that like we don't usually see a lot of item use so being like oh that's a life orb oh that's a focus ash i'm like my competitive instinct is just like yes yeah. here we go i've kind of like dropped off the competitive scene over the last like decade but uh just like just playing this dlc and going through the elite four uh trainers and doing these double battles i found myself actually just like just like uh, I, I switched on like this autopilot of like, oh, OK, well, if I have two Pokemon, out, I might as well have something that, you know, that kind of works together in tandem. Right. If I'm going to have if this Pokemon can learn rain dance, that's going to help. But this other Pokemon I have that already knows thunder. Right. Just little things like that that are kind of basic when it comes to double battles. Um, but a lot of that just kind of like switched on in my mind and kind of it, it did get me a little bit excited to kind of create some teams I, lumi is sick but i was texting him this morning to try to optimize my my girl vial or uh septile <laughs> i shouldn't be bothering him but i am <laughs> Aww, he's lumi. probably bored anyway yeah so i think he is bored yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I i love the double battles that is like yeah. one of my biggest pros of the whole thing like just it's so refreshing it really you is. know like it's 
You you didn't realize it until now, basically. And they've been around but, since Generation Three. They've been around forever. Obviously, that's the that's the 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 competitive format. But they're just they're, just, just they're not in the game. It just really makes you like think about what you have to do instead of yeah. just like you know pushing. Oh, this is uh, strong against this yeah. type. So Fire beats grass. It's dead. You know. Yeah. Instead, it's like, oh, I got this other one to deal with, and which one is it going to attack? You know, and and your whole team vibe together. I love the specifically like the six on six kind of thing because you know in VGC it's it's four on four, I think. It but, is. Um, yeah, so that that always bugged me. I like bringing my whole six, my team of six. So if it's in the game, like I love it like that. Anyway. Yeah, it's honestly so much fun. I also really appreciate how the. I don't know how many badges you guys have actually achieved. So you've only done one of the one of the yeah. The... So I mean, you could you guys have both finished it, right? Like most of the at least the plot. Um, yeah. I yeah I only did the one. Um, I only have done one elite four. Member, okay. So. Well, I, I think I think it's been really nice. Not only are are these elite four battles, not only are they challenging. Not they're also double battles, but they're also. Uh, not restricted. The trainers aren't restricted to a specific type, which mm-hmm. you know, which is I think really nice. That's honest. I mean, I think I don't know if it's like not talked about, but that has been something that I've always enjoyed. Like the thought of like Roxanne also having or you like I always felt like oh in Johto in 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 her gym she should also use an Ampharos because thematically Ampharos is like her Pokemon, right? Like, and we saw that in Generation. We've definitely seen tr- like. We've definitely seen people use Pokemon that aren't corresponding to their type, but uh, it was really great to see more of that in this. Yeah, let's see it more. I want to see it's it more. Epic. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so, I think te- theme teams makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. What um, Soul? Is there anything else that's like that you're like loving as like your first impression of the game so far? Yeah, it is like this is we've had the game for a couple video, days now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hadn't played it up until like like really played it until yesterday like fully okay. got into it did like the beginning the so many people on the internet are like kind of disappointed with the story I'm hearing that's what I'm hearing but I think that that's just based in like their own expectations of what was go- going on and this like the first like I don't know not 10 minutes, but you know, the first bit of the story, I was like, so just like, I'm in this, this is, this is great. I'm actually really loving the narrative here. Um, so that was really good. I love Carmine so much. Yeah. And new Kieran is pretty kind of cool too. Um, he is pretty cool. (laughs) He's still punk, but he actually, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He cries. Uh, There's so I feel like the characters again, without spoiling anything, I feel Mm -hmm. like the characters, what is it like they're just like created in such a way where they're really emotive um it and I, the whole time also i'm like i'm thinking to myself this i feel like this was built to have voice acting and it doesn't have voice acting and i really feel like they can't push this any further without voice acting like it just makes sense that the gen 10 game is going to have voice yeah. acting i don't know i, to me, I mean i yeah it, I it's as as emotional it and yeah. as gripping as it could be without voice acting it's really nice. Like I really enjoyed the story a lot. I will say I think though, especially like, oh sorry. Go for it, go for it. <laughs> I think especially for, for the main cutscenes of the story when mm. it actually looks cinematic, the fact that there's no voice acting feels like you've set one of the settings wrong. 
because yeah. it feels like a movie, but normally in a movie, the characters would be talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so simple. Well, I, but mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, it's still like so engaging. It this is. Was no, so it is engaging. engaging. Me. It is. It's like almost the peak to me of like Pokemon uh, without voice acting. Yeah, without it, voice. It acting. really is soul. I mean, you'll get to it at the. You'll get it to it once you beat the academy and everything. But mm-hmm. it, it really they're is just, super. They're emotional. really good characters that they that they made this time around. Oh, like, there's really a moment right at the end engaging. where like there's actually a lot of moments right at the end where you're like, like that's not gonna happen. Then you see it happen. You go, no, well, it still won't happen. And it does happen or it doesn't happen. And it's there's a lot of, I don't know, it's really great. I like it a lot. I can't wait till you finish it so we can, uh, you know, actually go into depth with the with the ending of it yeah. all. Um, but I cried, I, I'm a... but I always cry, so. <laughs> it was really I cool. remember, like, Scarlet and Violet, at the end of that, everyone was, like, the you know, like, people sure. leaking it and whatever. Like, we cried and all yeah. this. And, like. Can it really be? Can it really be that way? And then you get to it and you cry. I didn't cry, but it kind of was. Oh, I cried so many times in the base game. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It was really good. It was really nice. If you're talking about all of Scarlet and Violet, like it's probably they really took some big steps in them telling stories, like storytelling. It's just I love the characters too. Like the elite four members are so good. Mm -hmm. Right, all of them are so good. I thought they looked kind of not boring, but like. I didn't. I don't usually get excited for characters, but I really liked this new batch. They're. Tr- I, I think, think they're really trying to push the characters more, right. and their characters have always been good. I feel like. I but, think they've especially. I agree with Soul. They've been pushing the characters because if you see, like, even Pokemon Masters is a game that focuses more almost on the characters than on the Pokemon. Yeah. So yeah, we see, th- and That's this true. whole game has been very character focused. Like it's been a very character driven story. Yeah. So. I see them it, definitely going in that direction. It doesn't excite me that much. It excites me for the narrative. Like, as long as the Pokemon are really involved, I see it as, like, they are probably thinking, like, how do we keep doing Pokemon yeah. without just, just making, just, like, churning out tons of Pokemon? And, like, so now we'll turn to, like, the characters to make them more interesting, make more character designs Yeah. Um, and all and, that. And I think that that's a thing. I've said it before as well, but, like, the fact that there's so many Pokemon now omitted due to the national decks, like, mm-hmm. when they do come back, they look so good. And I, I got to say, you know, Gen 9, for all of its faults, one of the best things that they've done is actually remodel these Pokemon. 100%. I'm, I'm look, I've been playing with my Blaziken, and it's the coolest thing in the whole world. I want to go back to our Gen 3 tier list and rank it back up to S tier. I don't, I don't even know where I put it, but it looks so. It looks like it, how it looked in the anime, right? It looks, it's, it's yeah. confident. It's leaning back. Sceptile looks cool. Marshmallow looks cool. All of these Pokemon that I brought back look so cool. Um, I'm just loving some, all of the. Some new of them are still designs. a little iffy, but like it's very rare. Um, Blasto- it is, Blastoise like, is weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, they, they're struggling. Face, there's they something struggling. just off with his face. <laughs> what, what did you think it was, Soul? I think you tweeted about that at one point. About what? You were beefing with Hybrid about Blastoise. <laughs> I don't know about beefing. I don't know. I, I said his face looks too much like a hippo now. Yeah, it does. Which That's is, what yeah, it was. It's like puffy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not like as streamlined. Yeah. When you look at like the original 
like Sugimori Blastoise. It doesn't look like a hippo. No. It looks like a kaiju turtle kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know if they changed it a little bit, but Blastoise has oh, been they definitely a lot. changed Let it. Let me tell you. Like, like no, they the definitely Pokin, changed it. Yeah. Pokin tournament Blastoise. Have you seen that thing? That's kind of He's scary. got long arms. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They're definitely it's enhancing fun. or they're tr- they're ju- they're changing Blastoise. I don't really know if it's like for the better or not. I feel like it looks like he ate a bee's nest and just got stung yeah. and his like mouth just like swolled up. He's like an yeah. Animal Crossing villager when you get like stung. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that they the idea of mixing like two animals together to create a monster. I like yeah. that, but Blastoise has kind of already been established. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, actually, I mean, we could say on Blastoise for a little while, but like they did actually did a lot of improvements with it moving around on the water, how it's like t- its feet go back up into its shell and then it's mm-hmm. able to like uh, propel itself with like a hydro pump from those like those ba- those foot holes. <laughs> yeah, I guess call it. <laughs> I don't know how it does it. Maybe it's just like kicking. You yeah, know, it's kicking really hard. No, I feel like it's like black. It's like shooting water out of it, right? The same way it would do it from its oh, cannon. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, I think that's really cool. Anyways, that's this is a total uh, tangent. Yes, yeah. Kayla, I know you haven't seen all of the para- the new paradox yet, but what are your opinions on the Pokemon, the new Pokemon that you have seen? I like them. You I think they're Hydrapple. pretty cool. Um, yeah, Hydrapple was somewhat of a, I mean, I knew there was going to be a Hydrapple in it because yeah. of Eviolite, but I didn't expect it to look quite like that. Sure. I don't know. With the heads, the way the heads worked was different from what I thought because I was thinking it'd be more like a Hydra where different mm-hmm. heads come out at different mm-hmm. times, but it was more like there's one primary head and then yeah. the rest kind of come out. So I don't know. I'm still like debating about how I think about it. I kind of am but. too. That's fair. I I yeah. definitely agree. I think that it should. I don't know if this is what you're saying, but I think that the head should be out like all at least time. all the time in battle. At least in battle all the time, instead of just like a move animation. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's gonna be a Hydra, let it be a Hydra. But I don't know. I still love or, it. Or I have still... the animations be like heads pop out randomly. Sure. Like mm-hmm. one will just peek out. Like, hey, how's it going? And then yeah. go back in. I mean, maybe the thing is, is that's just like animation wise and they could in the future end up making that happen like in a sure. different game in a new game like mm-hmm. the other heads could be out the whole time you know yeah. the the design is still there so, so that's yeah that's a good yeah thing. it is solid mm-hmm. that's something i actually I, I i'm also noticing like i really like how uh like i like seeing gen 8 pokemon in gen 9 now because I'm like, yeah. we we only saw those in one iteration. This is the new iteration of them. So that that is true. Like in only like a year, we could see Hydrapple with like a little a tweaked design in some way. Um, I think I think I wish Hydrapple was a little bit more like superior, where it would slither around um, rather than just kind of hop on that apple glob, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, it's supposed <laughs> to be goofy, but and I do like it a lot. I think I've cooled down from uh, earlier in the week when i when i like saw these pokemon for the first time gouging fire oh, oh yeah, i'm spoiling stuff for killa um it's okay she knows, she knows the i'm name, guessing so it's yeah. entei <laughs> yeah um we could make we could make something up that's actually a paradox ho-oh um oh yeah that <laughs> could, makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Future Paradox no, that's, Rayquaza that's too is cruel, insane, bro. dude. That's too cruel. <laughs> like, I don't even want to think about that because I want it so badly. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, Man. yeah, the Paradox are definitely growing on me a little bit. I don't mind the future ones. I like the... I, I still love... I captured all the the past, para, uh, past Paradox. What do you think about Terrapagos? Terrapagos. Trying. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> 
It is. Oh, I don't know if you, oh, it is cuter. Yeah, at the end of the game, I saw it in game. So I actually like adorable. it. It's actually at one point I was watching the cutscene and I go, "That's cute." Like I just was by myself. I was like, "Oh, this is." I've been hating on it all year, but I actually it was kind of cute. I've been seeing it in the anime, and it's adorable in the anime. So seeing it in the game when it's more three D, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, it's my baby, and I must protect it." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw my tweet today, but, and I mean, you've seen it in game, but I haven't, but it, the terrestrial form is tiny. Yeah. It's just as small. It's just as small. As, which, it's like it just sticks its arms out and then its shell grows a little bit. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be massive and I love and hate it at the same time. Like I, I want it to be big. So it's yeah. epic, but at the same time, it's perfect. The like thing, small. the thing that's stressing me out is that when I throw, I was, I thought about using it for like the let's go feature to just like battle in the overworld but when you send it out or actually just its default phase is the baby one and then like as it goes to attack it instantly transforms and then attacks and then deforms and then mm -hmm. until there's another one and then reform and i'm just like just stay in the in the terrestrial form or the the yeah the terrestrial form is what it's yeah called. yeah yeah i know what you mean um, yeah but it's good it's a good design i mean sure. we've all seen the uh the stellar form right i don't even want to talk about it but maybe kayla can bring okay. some so no, I'm just messing around. Yeah. Did you like it? Did you like the final design? Seeing it in game, there is kind of a surprise, and I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, so I don't know if I should say it. But there's there's kind of a surprise on top of it. Yeah. You, if Do that you know makes what that sense. Is, so? Yeah, yeah. Does okay. everybody know what that is? I know what it the is. Little, like, it's part of the design. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's yeah. even more of like a it's it's the nineteenth terra type design, the stellar type. Yeah. So it, it is like if you run into a stellar type Pokemon in the it's wild, right you'll see, yeah. see a little turtle. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that there, there's a little turtle on top, and that was a surprise for me. I don't yeah. know, like lore wise, I immediately started asking a million questions. So, well, so I mean, the, but that was a popular theory at least last year, where you know the Terra Crystal, the the gem on every terrestrial Pokemon, had the eyes, and I think that was a popular theory to think that that is going to be some sort of Pokemon that's controlling all of the terrestrial Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that at all, Kayla? Yeah, I remember that theory. Uh, it was on, kind of on my bingo board okay. as the the Terra Orbs, each containing a Terrapagos, but I okay. don't think... I don't know. I don't think that that was proven, though. I mean, that's what it is, right? Mm, is that not what not it is? Exactly. Yeah. Is this spoiler territory? <laughs> literally, it is a little spoilery, but the... the um. It's literally just the crown, like of <laughs> it's the crown of the nineteenth era type of the stellar type. But that's that that's part. That part is, is there one Terrapagos? I think I so. As far as we know, right? I would think, but like I don't know. I haven't been there yet. It doesn't so. make any sense. I would think there's multiples. Oh, I, I know guess, as much as I knew before. Oh, I guess the so the stellar type is just it looks like Terrapagos, the same way the like ghost type crown. looks like. The the ghost. The ghost. Okay, exactly. I see. Yeah. I see. All right. So it's mm -hmm. it's really just a projection. It's not actually Tarapagos. That makes yeah, me like it a little bit more. Yeah, if you look at it, it's like crystally looking. Yeah. It's like not it itself. I think I just don't. I, yeah. I would have liked it if Tarapagos actually changed, like the Pokemon actually Tarapagos, changed form. If it actually just changed, oh, just just this much, like you yeah. know, like the the drawing in Heath's book. Like everyone was like, it's gonna be that, and yeah. it it kind of was that. But the drawing in Heath's book is actually more different than yeah, it is than that. It, 
this goes truth. back to our conversation. Broncos of, doesn't change at all. <laughs> I totally agree with you, man. Uh, this goes just back to our conversation. Yeah, it is. At least just the eyes. We were talking about how, like, what, like, when we were talking about Mega Pokemon, it's like, why do people like Mega Pokemon? And to me, I think it's because they look like standalone Pokemon, where when you look at Terrastal form Pokemon or Gigantamax Pokemon, right, they look like projections or alterations or like just like ornaments that are on existing Pokemon. So they don't feel like their own creature that you could eat lunch with. Uh, with Brock and Misty and the gang, right? Like, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like this ultra Goliath of a creature. Um, and Terrapagos, the stellar form, feels like that, feels like the worst offender of that, where it's literally just a bunch of layers of the same thing, right? I think what we, at least what I wanted, and again, this is not a criticism of the game, it's really just like a, what did I expect? <laughs> what do I prefer? I prefer something that looks like a standalone Pokemon. I think that's why Soul enjoys ultra necrozma so much because it literally becomes um even though it's a projection of light it's the the dragon is the light right it looks like a new a new thing mm -hmm. yeah, yeah anyways yeah, i agree i mean just went off a little it's, bit it's on the same vibe as like gigantamax eevee or gigantamax Slowax yeah. kind of thing where they're just like they... they're just big not really anything. which doesn't make it like a bad design it's just like again it does for its it does because of its importance. Like, I feel like it should be more because yeah. it's so important to everything. But I love anyway. Gigantamax Snorlax. <laughs> yeah. I think I love but it. they it's, work well, a lot. Well, because of... usually Snorlax is blocking a cave, and Gigantamax Snorlax is an, a literal hill. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you could accidentally walk over it thinking it's a hill. Yeah. And so, I I don't know. I, I like that concept. But Eevee is just more fluffy. <laughs> like, no, so I, I don't so think great. those are bad designs for Gigantamax. Like, that that makes sense to me. Like, it's a continue. It's a, pro, it's a progression of the theming. So, like, what you just described, I think that makes sense. I think it's just, like, I don't know. I think I just, at, at the end of the day, will want something that, like, feels like it could just, like, even outside of battle, stay as a Pokemon, right? And I feel like, actually... Do you? Uh, I I was talking to Toby about this. I don't even know if it's confirmed, but I've always understood Gigantamax to be projections of a Pokemon. But is that true, or are they actually just Pokemon that can just, or forms that can exist outside of that? Well, you know? in in the game, it says that they're not actually expanding their size. Okay. It's like a visual thing. Yeah, so exactly. Um, that's what that's what Terrapagos is. It's stellar form. Or maybe yeah. it's so not. yeah. So they're kind not of. actually like getting, they're they're not like just growing. It's yeah. like it's kind of like how when Pokemon shrink into po Pokeballs, they're yeah. not like really sure. shrinking in the same way. It's like they're all projecting. Basically, Pokemon are largely projections of energy, um, and that energy can be expanded to be large or shrunk it down. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, but like yeah. So. That, that makes sense, but it's, I guess, I don't know. That's not exactly what I wanted. Should we talk about the stellar form a little bit? Um, Soul, is that a spoiler for you? The, you mean just the... the, the I'm sorry, the stellar type. Stellar type? Yeah. No, it's not a spoiler. I, I'm I mean, still trying to understand what like what it actually does competitively. I don't really understand how it works. I, it's like gives some pri gives uh, one of your moves stab, I think. Like one type. No, it, you it gives the first move that you use of a specific type. So like, for example, if you have a Pokemon that has a fire move, a water move, an electric move, eat the first time you use each of those moves, it gives them stab. But then if you go to use the fire move a second time, it doesn't have stab for that move. So it gives you more type diversity for stab. Oh, cool. um, 
but it doesn't make it so that you can spam fire blast basically sure. right right it makes think, sense yeah do we think the stellar type will ever actually become a standalone type i feel like canonically it can't right i don't yes. think so because it doesn't really function like a type so yeah. you know i mean unless they changed it like like, the, like the it. yeah the benefit of the type is just a battle buff it's like a battle mm-hmm. mechanic yeah. So that's that's interesting. I wonder if we're ever going to get another type and I mean I feel like we're too close to stellar for them to be like introducing the 19th real type. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like that we're too close to it. Even the only I mean, thing like I... that would get confusing if they like if in the official marketing they said the 19th terror type and now they're like the 19th type. Like that I think that is confusing, right? Yeah, I I think that it doesn't matter how close it is. This could honestly be like a testing of like mm. being like got a new type you know what i'm saying yeah so, i don't think they're gonna add another i don't type think because, they will yeah <laughs> yeah competitive the reason types have been added in the past was largely for competitive balance um they're already starting to learn how to balance out the ice type which is one of the weaker types i don't mm. see a reason why they would add another type i think they're gonna do things like chen pao instead so sure. that's that's historically been why so I can't imagine they're just going to be like, you know, it'd be fun totally messing up the balance that we've been working on since we last added fairy. I think it's more <laughs> than that, though. Don't you think it's more than that? I mean, that yes, that I think the battle, the battle element is definitely part of it because, right, Psychic ran rampant. So they gave, they introduced two new types, one that's super effective against it, one that it mm-hmm. resists it, right? And then they also introduced fairy to, to counteract dark and dragon and, and fighting because those were out of control. That all makes sense. But I feel like, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know. That's not the only reason they introduced it. I feel like there was also a lot of Pokemon. If you look back to Gen Five, there's so many Pokemon that could have been classified as Fairy, just and they and they were retyped, right? Like, it, like yeah. makes more sense now to me. I mean, I, I agree with Kayla, but just for the sake of like argument, I would say like they they did all this crazy type stuff now. Like, yeah. they might just do it just for the heck of it. Like, yeah, kind of wild like that. But I don't think it's gonna happen anyway. So. Yeah. Do you, just, you never know? <laughs> do we? Are there any other properties of the stellar type that could be, that could manifest as an uh, as an actual type? Like, what if stellar type is a new type in Gen Ten? Let's just hypothetically, what do what, like? I guess what do we know about it that could actually be classified as a? I don't know. Like, is it the glass type? Is it the? Is it? Is I would. It I would say cosmic? the closest thing would probably be cosmic. Yeah. Like yeah. a like a. It's stars, so you know it's it's some kind of magical yeah. properties because of the power of terrestrial or whatever, you know. I don't think it makes any changes defensively, so mm-hmm. it could never be. It would have to be typed with another type, so it'd have to be like fire stellar mm-hmm. or you know water stellar or something like that. Like you couldn't have it stand on its own, kind of like how flying used to be. Sure, but. Not for That's like true. flying was that way just for because not because of yeah. mechanical reasons. <laughs> That's true because yeah. because normal type pretty much does nothing to any other type except it's weak and immune to a couple things. I guess yeah I guess the way it stands, Terra really isn't anything or Stellar rather right. It, it would have to be retconned. There's no way that it would just be a type on its own like that. Unless, yeah. like, like Kayla said, like they just attach it to another type every single time. Well, how about this when we get um. Actually, this is actually making me feel a little bit better. Once we get into the next game, right, in the 2024 game, or, or maybe it's the Gen 10, right, um, theoretically, terrestrialization is not going to exist, which would mean 
the terraform teropagos ter- uh, just does not exist. So honestly, yeah. I don't need to get that because it doesn't even yeah. exist. <laughs> I was going to go there actually yeah. because it's just yeah that form is basically exactly like ultra necrozma yeah. where you're you're not going to see it again until we get terastal again like yeah. in the next whatever it is if yeah. if there's no terastal then there's no um yeah. stellar but that would also make teropagos like super underwhelming and useless maybe not useless i don't know but it's normal pond. yeah yeah exactly ogre well, pond's no, gonna get hit hard no because i think no because I, I think ogre pond will still well i don't know about competitively but i'm saying like if those items still well, exist, that's what we're talking about. No, but if, but if those items still exist, it can still transform into its different forms, right? It will yeah. still it will still get like the type swap. Yeah. But Terrapagos no, totally. is yeah, tied. But... Like its identity is the stellar type, right? Its terror type is it's the terrestrial form will still exist. The the like big turtle. Yeah. You know, that but will it, still be. But around. it'll just be normal. That's so boring. It is. That is a terrible type for it. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Oh man! I wonder though. This is my like big brain. Like this would be very fun because we're going into Gen Ten. If we could have all the mechanics in one generation, sure. you'd think it would be Gen Ten, right? I like yeah. that. I do like that idea a lot. Love the idea. I to- hope so. Toby had mentioned like a a, a new. Basically, like they retcon all of the battle gimmicks into basically one identifier or one mechanic, yeah. right? And well, they, they yeah. kind of, they definitely implied that ter- the terrestrial phenomenon has to do with infinity energy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. which I can't explain really without going into spoilers. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if it is all infinity energy, I see no reason why we couldn't have a way to do that. Sure. Yeah. No, I. I think it's possible. It's just like the only thing I think about is like how much it would take for them to actually develop it or make it possibility. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's it. That's the only reason. But I think that they should do it. <laughs> I really wonder if we'll ever get like a battle, um, a battle simulator game, right? Because you I would think that. that'd be that's where it. they would do it. But mm-hmm. maybe Gen Ten is the. I always want to say like, oh, they should just keep making. I don't know. It makes sense to have a, a battle simulator and separate it from the mainline game so they can just make whatever fun game they want. Because I think Scarlet and Violet was a lot of fun and there was a lot of cool things. But then also by doing that, you're just like, um, you're splitting the Pokemon audience who plays video games, right? It's like they would want to keep the battle simulator part of the new game so people keep buying the new game. So that's really never going to happen. Yeah, I don't think they'll do it. Yeah. But I want it to happen. <laughs> um they could I, do something where certain Pokemon aren't available in the battle simulator, yeah. and you can only get them if you transfer them over. Yeah. yeah. That's true, yeah. That's true. Like, you need to buy the new game in order to do it. That's that's true. They could do that. If you're enjoying this episode, please consider supporting Hidden Power on Patreon or YouTube channel members. Right now, we have four tiers, and the lowest membership starts at just $5 a month. Supporters get access to our secret Discord server and help control the direction of the podcast. Supporters also get access to our archive of bonus episodes. Okay, so our Discord, honestly, is popping. We have other creators in there, too, which is yeah. kind of fun. It ain't just the three of us. We're discussing leaks when they drop. We talk about news we'll be talking about how soul silver art has you know just garbage takes it's so it's much a fun. place for us to connect i'm in there every day also we have revamped our merch store so proud of every product that is in this store now we have stickers t-shirts mugs 
ball caps, right? The dad caps, these ball caps are embroidered. Look at this. It's literally an embroidered. Oh, so clean. You cannot get anything more high quality than that. I just got news. Do y'all hear that? Solbasaur says that he even <laughs> has his own merch. I'll talk for him. It's beautiful. Very cool designs. You guys should Very check it out. Japanese style. E even the front of the shirt has a unique logo. I'm getting one for sure. If you're invested in this show, invest in the show thank you so much for watching and now back to the video let's move on over to our speed round questions this is uh this is what we ask all of our new guests we'd love to know what you think your hidden power type would be your type uh your type combo and then your hidden power type you can think of this as Ooh. like your astrology sign <laughs> yeah it's gonna be very so telling i've had this discussion a lot with people <laughs> actually good um but <laughs> I think I would be water because I'm like, I'm calm. Okay. And, but I think I would also be electric because sometimes I get very hyper and excited. <laughs> like, especially when there's like a cute Pokemon mentioned, like you saw me when yeah. we mentioned Tropagos, like yeah. that's my electric type coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Then hidden power type, I think probably psychic Ooh. because, you know, when I tune into my brain and I just go all out, I feel like, I feel like I'm a psychic type. That's really big, good. Big thing. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Hidden Power is going to return in in the next generation, right? Oh. If if they kind of got rid of it for this, but they kind of got rid of it for this. It yeah, seems. But like, is Trasla going to stay? You know. <laughs> no. Then Hidden Power would come back. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Those are good types, though. I like that a lot. Very good. Yeah. So you got Chin Chow. Chin Chow. Yeah. Lantern. <laughs> That's instantly what I thought of, actually. Me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is that the only electric? water type uh it's it's one yeah. of the best it's so good yeah i think it is right i can't think of any other ones i can't think of any other ones either those like classic um i don't know why but those classic like elemental type combos always make me think of like um that kirby game where you can grab you can combine the the electric and the water um mm -hmm. or the electric and ice and you become like a sort like an electric sword fighter or whatever mm -hmm. yeah it's a classic I, yeah game so Kay <laughs> Kayla, what what what's your uh, what's your dream team? Top six Pokemon of all time. Oh, I I'm actually running with my dream team. Are you in, really? Uh, Pokemon SV. Yeah. So I have like Pokemon that I've collected over time that are kind of like my canonical team, and nice. I've even made like artwork of me uh, with them. But yeah, it. I've got Cinnamon Peaches and Sage, of course. Okay, my of course. my mascots. Do, do so you got evolve them? Huh? Do you evolve uh, them in my playthrough? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Canonically, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cinnamon Peaches and Sage are my score bunny from uh, Galar, yeah. uh, from from Shield. My uh, Pichu is from Pokemon Legends Arceus because it was this really tiny, cute Pichu that I saw, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, adding that's, that to the that's team. That's the one. Um, yeah, and then of course uh, Sage is my Miascarada from SV, uh, who is my starter, and then I have Tiny the Sylveon who was a very tiny Eevee from PLA who saved me uh, during the post-game part of that where I was almost <laughs> oh, dead. Yes. It was crazy. Yeah, so tiny. Um, Lady the Melodic from Oras. Nice. Um, yeah, I just, I love Melodic's whole lore. I think it's amazing. It is great. Um, especially with the ability competitive, just really cool. Uh, and then my oh, last Pokemon and you're saying so competitive, it's ability competitive ties into the fact that it's a competitor of the beauty. Uh, what is it called? No. So it's, the, the, it the starts out as a, 
it starts out as a Feebas. Yeah. And originally in Generation 3, in order to evolve Feebas, you had to give it beauty yeah. things. You had to get it so it would think it was beautiful to realize that it had, like, beauty inside. Yeah. Um, and because obviously Feebas is not Pretty. great. Uh, no. <laughs> but if you convince it it's beautiful, um, then it evolves into melodic. And then it has the ability competitive where if its stats are brought down, its special attack goes up. Sure. So it's basically like you've got this small bullied fish uh, that you convince it that it's beautiful on the inside. Then it evolves and it doesn't, like if people try to bring it down, it doesn't let them anymore. It like hypes itself so. up. Exactly. That's like cool. I relate to that a lot <laughs> because of how I grew up. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like I love that. I don't know. I like that one. And I then never my last it, one is. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. No. No. Go <laughs> ahead. What were you gonna say? No. I just never. I never linked uh, the the ability to the story of that. That's really cool. Yeah. And then my last Pokemon is Golem, <laughs> which I would have transferred from Crystal if my game didn't die. But it was the first Pokemon I ever got to level 100. Uh, back in Gen 2, That's which was it. not wow. easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> level creep was really bad there. Yeah. Uh, so that was my first level 100, and it was basically my starter in Crystal because Chikorita did not survive yeah. uh, flying types <laughs> at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, That's uh, cool. So did you get that from the Crystal Virtual Console on the 3DS? The gold? No, I mean, I got it in Crystal when Crystal came out yeah. when hey. I was a kid. <laughs> but you don't have that same save file. No, the battery died, so I had to recreate it. Where'd you recreate it? In, in SV? Where, what's its like, original Yeah, game? Yeah, in Kitakami. Okay. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So these yeah. are all really recent Pokemon. I love that. He's been reborn. Yeah. <laughs> I do that all the time. I, I Every Swampert I get, I name Matthew for whatever reason. Uh, so I'm on to, like, Matthew the Ninth. And I do, I do Roman numerals. No, Rome, no, Rome, what? Roman numerals. And then uh, there you go. I do, uh, I do that for a lot of Pokemon. Scar uh, Scarlet the Scizor. I do that for uh, Hendrix the Beedrill. I don't know why. Ooh, that's a good name. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that's cool. That's a really good team. I so mm -hmm. wait. So do you do that? So when you said your canonical team, I was thinking like. I was thinking, like, of all time, and maybe just coincidentally, all of the Pokemon that you mentioned are actually from Generation 9. I guess that's not true. Gener the last, like, couple years of games. Um, yeah, a lot of them are more recent. Um, I mean, Lady has, since Oras, that was, it's mm. been longer than we'd like to admit. No, you're right. Yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> actually really weird. recent. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Do you and I, I did have Klefki before. Oh, cool. From for a while. Klefki's really was really fun competitively for a little while. Klefki is so. similar to Sableye competitively, right? With the prankster ability? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Set up you, screens, yeah. all sorts of things. So. Do you think you'll, fun do time. you see yourself like uh, evolving that team over time? Like yeah. in, in Gen 10? Who, who's most likely to be yeah. swapped out? So I'm tr trying to see what's going to be the next starters because a lot of times lately I've been adding the starters. I don't know what the starters are going to be. I already have like a fire and a grass starter as part of my mascots. Yeah. So everybody's saying, well, they better come up with a good water starter yeah. next generation so that it can be added. But yeah, makes sense. I don't yeah. know. We'll have to see. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So what's your favorite Pokemon game? I'm curious. Crystal. Okay. Uh, I played Crystal so much when I was a kid. So a many hours. Pick. That's a good pick. 
Yeah, it hit right when I was like in elementary, middle school, like yeah. right around that age, <laughs> revealing how old I am. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, oh, it hit so hard and I just played forever. Yeah. Like Crystal was the so many hours. I never had Crystal until the virtual console, which obviously isn't the actual game. Or it's the actual game, but you know, it's not the cartridge. Um and yeah, I think I always wanted to play Crystal. I felt like a fake fan there was like gaps in my plate <laughs> right i was like i think silver was the first one i got um which is essentially the same game right and that's why i love ampharos now yeah yeah, yeah i remember cool. in crystal the first time i saw fanfi because it was back before the internet and leaks and those kind of things the first time i saw fanfi it was pretty rare in the area that it was that's and so, so i thought it was a mythical yeah because <laughs> It looks all cute, and in those it, games, like there were roaming legendaries. Yeah. So I thought, like, oh, I found this mythical Pokemon, and then it got away or it something always, like that. It always and I was flees like, from battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Honestly, that is so true. Like in Crystal Version, the fact that that's like a really big switch up. That's like, that's like on par with Black Two White Two when it comes to changing their early encounters from Gold and Silver to crystal version having access to those late game pokemon so early on and they're and they retain their rarity with how they escape from battle that's like a really i don't know i, I don't know yeah it's a it's a really underrated um addition to those games um yeah. do you do especially because th that was in like a side route that you didn't yeah. have to go to yeah. that's near do you get it in the same no you get it in the you get it in the route that leads to uh cherry is it what is it called I think it's Blackthorn. Blackthorn There's yeah. like a route that you go down. Yeah. That's not where you get Dunsparce though. All right, cool. Cool. That's good. <laughs> do you, yeah, that's really cool. What do, what do you think you'd like to see added to the Jota region if uh, if we, whenever we eventually go back to that region in the next decade? I'm kind of looking for a game that allows us to go to more regions. I really like how SV allowed us to go basically to Unova, kind of, yeah. and then um, also to kind of between Sinnoh and the Hoenn Johto area. Yeah. So being able to travel to multiple regions is something I think people have wanted for a long time, even if it's in a limited format, kind of like this. So I'm hoping that if we get another Johto game, obviously we'll probably go to Kanto, yeah. but why not also add in the Sevi Islands? Why not also add in, you know, going yeah. up more towards Sinnoh because it's not that far away, going towards Hoenn, like, like make those the ultimate areas are Jota nearby or even just Kitakami. It's right there. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. I, that would be really incredible to see like the ultimate Japanese Pokemon game, right? Even if it's just limited yeah. to Kanto Johto and then all of those extra peripherals, maybe they add some extra stuff, right? Maybe maybe Kitakami is available. Um, I mean, th these are just like, you know, these are these it are would the, be It would be cool. Be yeah, it would be cool just because it's Johto. So, like, Johto was the game that you got to get to go yeah. to another region in. Like, this is Johto, like, definitive version where you sure, get to go yeah. to other places again. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I'm it's just crazy thematic. and nostalgic and, and like, but like, yeah, I think, I think there actually is a little bit of a chance with, with Johto and Kanto returning. I think we could definitely see that. If I was talking about Hoenn, I think I'd be out of my mind, but uh, yeah, well. <laughs> if I was talking about like Alola, no shot, but yeah, uh, yeah that's really cool. Um, totally. I, in, in along that same thought, I think the Terrarium is such a great addition 
to uh, mm-hmm. it's a, almost like a great solution in a lot of ways. Not really, but you kind of get b- because there's four different biomes. It almost feels like there's four different locations akin to Kitakami. So you go to this Japanese inspired, you know, village in Kitakami, but then you also have like the wild savanna, right? You have this tropical. Uh, this tropical sh- shoreline that feels like Alola, right? You have the the icy mountainous tundra that feels like Sinnoh in a lot of ways or any other sort of mountainous uh, terrain. And there's so many like small other biomes within that, like the, the mountaintop that has all of the black augurite. Uh, that's like a location that we've never even yeah. seen, right? We assume that so they're cool. only in Hisui, but uh, I don't think I've I don't think we've ever seen a location like that. That's not in Hisui, right? Yeah. No. So it makes you wonder, like, where is that just is that only in the terrarium or I, I well, yeah, it's artificial, though, like they built it, it is so artificial. Yeah, they could make they could get a cleavor, basically. Yeah, they made it happen. But they're probably also but if these Science. are living creatures, right, they are probably imitating what these what these Pokemon like, like their natural habitats yeah, were. Right. And that's probably yeah. why we see. uh the, the nature preserve being like recreated in, entirely in the terrarium. Did you guys see that on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's mm-hmm. really a very interesting point. That whole nature preserve thing, because it makes it seem like that was, that's what blueberry Academy was in black and white. And they built it from, from there. Cause it's the exact same. Yeah. That's, so the, it, that's the theory. I don't know if I buy it. I kind of love that idea though. Like it's just, that's what it was back then and then they just built around it and like i don't know sure put it under because the thing is is that you can't it's a nature preserve the preserving that area yeah and you fly there right yeah in black and white you like Uh. you you can't get there other than like oh it's they say something like it's far away or something like that oh so you're saying okay i'm sorry i've heard one theory that they said like the nature preserve was then removed and brought into the terrarium but you're just saying like where we fly on the nature preserve is literally the terrarium. Yeah, That's it's like saying? where it first was. Oh. Yeah, if I so think they, if they don't move up, the land mass. They don't move the land mass. Mm-mm, mm-mm. If you scroll up this tweet, that the one that Mordecai says, I think yeah. he mentions it right there in the one underneath it. There, Mordecai. Mordecai. Someone said that know. it's probably the actual same location. Uh, yeah, in black and white too. You had to take a plane there, and it wasn't accessible like the rest of the map. I mean, that is all true. I actually do like that. I think I didn't like it because it didn't make sense. I don't know who said the theory that it was relocated to the terrarium. But if it's just if like this is retconning where we go in the nature preserve, I kind of love that. The only thing that doesn't make sense. The only thing that doesn't make sense is in the nature preserve. It's in the top, at least what you see in Unova in the in the Gen 5 games. It's we're we're off. We're off the map, but I'm pretty sure uh, we can see that we're in the uh, the northwest some 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 sort of area to the northwest, which would suggest, uh, you know, somewhere on mainland, right? Mainland mm. Unova or mainland U.S. Um, United I States, was, right? Yeah, but they I could was definitely write on that. It could also sure. be that areas in the terrarium are meant to duplicate areas in other places. Well, that's I think what that's, I. Th- that's the most likely yeah, case. Like, that's yeah, so like. They know that area. It's not mm-hmm. that far away. It makes sense that they would duplicate it there. Yeah, they yeah. just abs- they just like one to one replicated it. That's like the most like uh, likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- I was also suggesting just another fan theory, but that it's like the same thing, but in a parallel universe because the um, there's the Haxorus there, 
which is the shiny mm -hmm. Haxorus. And then in um, the Blueberry Academy, there's uh, a, a terrestrial. Oh, a yeah, sure. yeah. It's a stellar Haxorus one there. So it's like, it's the same exact play, same <laughs> thing, but it's a different kind of Haxorus, which is kind of cool. I just look at it as an Easter egg, I guess, in lore. I it do, is. I do it's like, the, I don't know. I kind of like both of these actually now at this point because this, all these trees and stuff really could just be like, if you go. If you move to the to the the west of where you're blocked off, all of a sudden, like there's the you know the uh, the safari biome or whatever is to the left of this, right? Um, but yeah, I, I I think what's more exciting, I mean, this is like great bait. I think it's definitely a, a purposeful Easter egg left mm -hmm. by the developers at Game no Freak. Doubt. But um, I think what's actually way more fruitful um, is the idea of what Kayla just said, and it's what I believe is that. Um, the terrarium basically imitates real life locations in the Pokemon universe. This is an example of it imitating the nature preserve. But then what that would also tell me is, you know, what is this? What is the safari zone area imitating? What is right? It could just yeah, be another I safari think... zone, but it could also be this, you know, actually it could actually be like a Savannah Pokemon region that we're going to go to at some point in the future. One of the things I always encourage people is if they see something like this, see if there's a pattern. Yeah. So, for example, we found one instance of it replicating a specific spot on the map. Are there other instances of it replicating different spots? And they don't even have to be from Unova. They could be from other regions. So we kind of need to do like a full deep dive into this map, see if there's other areas that mm -hmm. are similar. Yeah. I think it's Mini probably likely <laughs> yeah. that we will find something. So it's kind of up to whoever wants to be the first person to dive into that. I, I could totally see the something. Savannah area being a one-to-one -one of like whatever the Safari Zone is in Kanto. I could see that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we already see all the Pokemon there. This biome right here, what is this called? Like the Craggy Canyon, I think. Yeah, Canyon biome. This I feel like we haven't mm -hmm. seen. I feel like we haven't seen this at all. So that would be a new location, possibly, right? What? Mm -hmm. Where are there a I lot mean, of the other, in the world? The other main thing is the Chargestone Cavern. That's like for sure, dude. Yeah, it's not yeah. one to one like the same map or anything, but it no. is like exactly a callback to the cave. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, and there's there's another cave that has torches that's similar to Does the it? cave in PLA. Yeah, torches. What do you uh, mean? The torches look exactly like the torches in PLA, and it's really? one of those caves where you get lost in torches interesting yeah yeah there's a place uh i forget what it's called but there's there's a place with torches and it's supposed to be like a windy maze i forget exactly what it's called but dang uh, no i know he's like oh it's <laughs> like he knows what do you he mean knows torches? like every location it's so wild you mean like there's like a like fire on a stick there, yeah, like fire on a stick. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, uh, in PLA, there's a part where there's different torches and we go through these, this like winding tunnel and you can get lost and it's kind of meant to be a place where you get lost. Uh, it's with Ingo. Okay. Yeah. It was the part with Ingo when we like are going through oh, and yes, he's telling yes. us all his, yeah, 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 yeah. there's about. a place that's just like that in the terrarium. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's probably in the canyon it. area too, because it feels similar, but. I could be wrong. I forget exactly where, but yeah, there is a windy spot and it has the same torches right. and it's very clearly like similar. Not like, I don't think it's one-to-one, -one, but it's, it's very similar. All right. We'll send this to Lumi and he can check it out while he's sick. He can do that research for us. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, all right. Well, that's really cool. Cause I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm just obsessed with this idea. I, I should probably do some of the research. Um, cause then, cause this, just, this whole area up here, the tropical area just feels like Alola. I mean, maybe it's, it's yeah. probably just cause of all the Alolan Pokemon. It's also just mm-hmm. a tropical area. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any I other like theories idea, around though. these though? It's, that's a fun theory for sure. With what you're saying, like it could be like the Canyon one is like a gen 10 region. Yeah. Or the Savannah one. Or, or just whatever we're going to see in the future. I think I really, and, and I think Kitakami has also opened up the possibility that we can return to new regions in smaller, in a smaller capacity in whatever region or whatever game that we're playing. Gen 10 could be random, you know, just say anything in South America, but the DLC could be, you know, say whatever you want in, I don't know, it could be, I don't know, you go to Germany or something. I don't know. Um, I, I think yeah. it's really interesting. Even having... Even having like side quests that are like, "Hey, we yeah. need you to go to Johto to this specific yeah. city and go Dude, deliver yeah. this mail." Go to Olivine City, yeah, that's yeah. Really it cool. doesn't have to be even a whole big DLC. It can just be a like, "Hey, you have this one side quest where you're going to yeah. go there, and now if you ever want to go back there, you have that option." Well, how about this? Are there? Um, I guess all of these locations could possibly be references. Maybe not. Actually, not at all. I was going to say maybe uh, maybe references too. Unova, right? Because we have the Chargestone Cave, we've got the Nature Preserve. Um, could, could the the what is this called the uh, Canyon? There are, I feel like there are. What is it like Twist Mountain? There are canyons. Is it Twist Mountain? Reversal Mountain? I don't. I'm not too well uh, versed in it. Yeah, I gotta finish it's my. It's been a through. while since Unova. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a bit. Yep. Um. Yeah. All right. True. Well, I'll, I'll. I guess I'll. I'll guess I'll bench that a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what are the what are the things that you guys are loving about the DLC? I think the. I mean, while we're on this topic, like I this was the second thing I was going to bring up when you asked me about like pros about this. Like yeah. I love what they did with this. The the whole um, the terrarium. Like it's better designed to me than Paldea's like open world. This yes. feels like an yes. open world to me. Yeah. I don't know who designed it, but yeah. it's way better. It feels fuller, and you know, I don't know if it's just because it's kind of smaller than paldea or i think because there's what, di- i feel like because there's, there's so much diversity so much diversity it the whole re- yeah. the whole area is dynamic not only because there's four biomes but also because there's ups and downs and there's random things and there's like like i love i the, love the cubes by the yeah, way yeah the All cubes the, like, are cool yeah they're so we- cool oh i haven't even seen ditto yet I've been playing a lot with my partner, and it's been really fun because one of us will find something really cool. Uh, like I found surfing ride on. I don't know if you guys. Yes, found I that, did see that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's cool. a surfing ride on in like a cave in the water, and it's... I found that. And then I was like, "Oh, like you got to mark this on your map. You need to go check this out." And so playing multiplayer is really fun. Yeah. Because you can That's just be great. like, "Oh, like mark the map here." Go to this spot and you'll see this. And there then were a lot of air- find something. There definitely yeah. were a lot of like Easter eggs like that in the base Paldea, right? Like I remember the, like the what was it like a water type Garchomp, right? To reference the fact that it's a shark. Like I feel like there were a lot yeah. of cool terror types like that. I feel like this region though, it feels as dynamic as even more so than Legends Arceus. For whatever reason, I don't know why, but and, and this is what I keep thinking about. I'm like every Pokemon game is a stepping stone. I feel like. The voice acting in this, the, the, what, what do you call it? It's not cinematography. What is it? Just like how dramatic and, and entertaining the cutscenes were. 
That feels like a stepping stone to whatever we're going to see in Gen 10. I also feel like the open world. This was their, it started with wild area. It started with the wild area, which wasn't an open world, right? We get, we got what we got in, in Paldea. And this, this feels like a, like a, directly what we're going to be seeing in, in the next Generation 10 game. Like an actual open world biome that has ups and downs and is confusing. Uh, there's specific landmarks, right? There's things in the world uh, like a nest up on a tree that actually houses a Pokemon. We did see a lot of that in Generation yeah. 9. You got to give, you know, I, I want to give credit for that, right? There's like applins in the tree. We do see a lot of that. Um, it's just, it's all stepping stones, right? So like, you know, what we saw in Paldea was was like the first, actually yeah. the um, the wild area in Sword and Shield was like the first like little taste of an open world. And this was like their proper open world. Yeah. And now yeah. this is like another level of it. So, you know, like this is only a, a good direction if they keep going this way like with the the terrarium is like really yeah i agree i agree i'm i'm really excited any thoughts kayla yeah i'm really excited with where they're going i think that there is a lot of potential with what they're doing um i hope that they make their towns as explorable as the world um because i know that was a problem in sv Mm -hmm. so uh as long as they can do that we're good. Yeah. That is so brutal. I forgot you can't go into houses. That really is such a disappointment. For well, it's, re- just, it's there's it's, two sides to it, right? It's stupid. Always. Yeah, it's stupid, but it's also like that is a that's like breaking into people's houses. That's like a cornerstone of a Pokemon game. Right? <laughs> just talking yeah. to people like and then just, the wife's like just come in. my husband's just, at work, but right? take those macho brace. Yeah. <laughs> we always got a possession. lot of lore about what that that town was like yeah, from mm-hmm. going and visiting yeah. and like, yeah. And in most parts of the world, you can't really do that. But in certain parts of the world, you actually, it's, that's kind of, you can knock on the door and say hi and really? have conversations. So yeah, yeah it definitely. just depends on what country you're in, but Probably like America is very much not like that. Yeah. No, America is very much not like that, but in other countries, not that's always cool. like that. So that's cool. let us go in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, there's another, the other feature is the synchro machine, which I haven't I haven't even messed around with yet. I haven't done it yet either. I was just thinking about it. Today, I did though. it once. You did do yeah. it. I, I, where, where do you unlock it? I I beat the game. I just uh, right in to the, the center. Yeah, oh. there's a person right in the center of the okay. I can the map. Do that. Yeah, I could unlock that. Yeah, you can do it anytime. Okay, right when you start. Oh, right okay. when you start, you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. I guess yep. this, I this is this is shot. kind of off topic, but like I, I found myself in a horde of scissor. Um, and I was just battling them all, and it's so cool. They start like screaming. <laughs> Are you talking about in the in this mode? Or not in, in your... this mode. No, not in this mode. But it was like it made me feel like that, um, or just I don't know. I, I think I'm having a lot of cool moments like that with uh, with just with the DLC. I'm having a lot of fun just seeing all the Pokemon. But I wanna I wanna mess around with the Synchro Machine. This also feels like a stepping stone where they're giving. I mean, they very. We talked about it on the podcast already. They they very clearly say this is like a prototype of something that could happen in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just realizing the person's name is Sinclair. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think that they need to patch the issue with destroying shinies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not so great. You mean in this, though? I mean, I, I agree with you if you're saying that. Like, I think they should do it auto- like in this already. Like well, yeah, because right now, if you play as a Pokemon, they just attack shinies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they and... should fix it here and now. Yeah, 
yeah, please fix now because that's yeah. that's like a nightmare. <laughs> I don't want to like, destroy it, shiny. <laughs> yeah, you can't like go too far from your your player character. That's what I would suggest. Because if you if you like just go back to it, it won't like respawn if you're not too far away. Oh, that's good. Oh, I, I feel like you have to be okay. only way. I feel like you have to be really close then. It's actually a good way of shiny hunting. If you get like a big group of Pokemon yeah. together and you just like start attacking them all, like you just kill a whole bunch of them. Yeah. And your mm -hmm. odds go up. And if your your player character is really nearby, you just swap back to them once you find the shiny. And just so, I mean, I, right. I essentially but do with that with Synchro. With Synchro, they, they defeat shinies automatically. Yeah, true. If you're oh, just like really? button mashing it. Yeah. It's, it's like the riskiest oh, shiny I didn't know that. method yeah, that you Yeah, it's the riskiest do. thing for shinies yeah. to go synchro. So if you're a shiny hunter, be careful. Do you think that's like a, an error? I don't know if they thought about it really, which is interesting. Mm. I don't know. It's just cruel if it wasn't an error. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, I guess it's just a shiny. The thing is, is they like, should have just blocked shinies if they didn't want it. To like be a thing like Pokemon cannot show up. Shiny yeah, what if this is what they meant to shiny lock, and instead they shiny locked every other legendary by mistake? Dude, the legendary <laughs> thing is huge, man. It's actually really disappointing. The legendary thing. Yeah. I was just, I was just thinking about it today because I'm like, I'm probably not gonna do the legendary quest things because I have no, re I have all the legendaries. I just want to get a cub foo because I have some weird cub food that i don't want <laughs> you really got traded Where's i got from? traded i got traded one because i was i was trading for a lot of these legendaries and i it's got like a, i don't know one of those hacker names on it you know like the name sure yeah, yeah. like yeah. some uh, dot com something i don't even know what it is but i just oh, want to this... get a real i want to get a real cub food <laughs> but don't spoil things is this a don't spoiler spoil. <laughs> I don't know for me and for her. Oh, I on. I know I know what's up with that. I know I'm just saying like he might go over some paradoxes. Sorry, quickly. <laughs> That's good uh, that you like didn't actually look at the paradox. I waited like a day before looking at anything, and then I was like, all right, I need to look at it. So we recorded an episode, and I was able to look at it, get it out of my system. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, actually, yeah, back to the conversation we had earlier. Um, this is something else that I saw one? on Twitter. We were talking about um. Uh, but the you know how how the biomes in the terrarium could be references to other locations. Um, just to briefly, I, mean, I forgot to I forgot to bring this up, but this is uh this is Goompy on Twitter. Um, they say that uh, actually, well, I guess I guess Joe was uh, Joe Merrick Sarebi was saying that uh, that the new discovery is the time zones in the terrarium uh, are inverted differences from real life, which is pretty cool. So the terrarium is 18 minutes ahead of Paldea in terms of the day, uh, time of day. 18 minutes would be about six hours in real time. Spain is six hours ahead of New York. Um, so that's that's honestly really cool to get additional mm -hmm. confirmation or addi additional evidence um, that, you know, that the Pokemon world really does mirror uh, the, you know, the 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 Earth the earth world our world that we live on yeah <laughs> Cause, no, cause... no it's true it's like the there's like two ways to kind of look at the pokemon world and there's some people that believe like it's almost not exactly a one-to-one -one of our world i mean i don't and think it is a one there's one. people that were like it's all made up kind of thing where like they're wherever but more and more it seems likely that they're like actually modeling it after our own world yeah but it gets a little I bit think more wise 
it makes a lot of sense for it to be parallel with our world mm-hmm. considering yeah, yeah, it's like a created world that's like alternate to ours in a lot of ways mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure and i think uh i don't know it, it de- cuz back in the day it, de- it definitely wasn't that necessarily i think it was a lot no, not to understand no. what was what and they still take a lot of liberties like if if we have a region based on new york city there's still a desert there's still mountains right none of that right, is right. actually in new york um, but it, but right, and back then you would never be like, oh yeah, it's just like our world. Yeah, because I used like to th- with, yeah from from like Kalos on, it was like okay, this all like seems like it's exactly where it is in the real world. Yeah, I used to yeah, think definitely Kalos was a a breaking point for it mm-hmm. for sure, especially I, considering the lore. <laughs> for yeah. sure, yeah, definitely. I used to think um I used to think that the uh, Unova was based on the United States. I used to think of it as like. Uh, I think the way I mean, kind of yeah. If if you break down, <laughs> well, it's uh, specifically like New York, mm-hmm. New Jersey, yeah. Queens. Like I can find where I am right now on the Unovan map, which is really right. fun. If you break down fun. Unova, it's like U N or U, yeah, U N O V is of U N of A, and I think of it like mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't totally make sense, but like I U of A U United States of America, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it breaks right. down pretty. There is, there is, there is some, there's something there. there. There's something there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's it's actually pretty cool, and I guess makes theory crafting a little bit more direct. Um, when you can be like, if this is literally New York, then literally in the Northeast area could be Connecticut, <laughs> whatever, right? <laughs> like <Yeah>. something <laughs> random, right? Kayla, I know pretty we, much. I know we want to make a yeah, I'm like thinking New England, New England like, Pokemon <laughs> region, which would be fun. <laughs> But if you go north, I mean, we, we've theorized with some other people on the on the podcast before. If you go north, right, there's a border and there's Canada, right? If you go north of uh, of Unova. So it, it there's a lot of possibilities, especially with it being that much more direct. Um, I, I don't know. It, it, it just kind of gives me a little bit more credence to get a little bit wackier. Um, let's see. Yeah, Kayla. Yeah, it's definitely interesting because, like, I grew up in Connecticut. Yeah. And now I live in New York. Um, basically the Blueberry Academy is probably somewhere in between that area. And so for me, playing at Blueberry Academy very much felt like what my school was like Mm. growing up because we knew everybody's class rank. Uh, People talked about it. You knew everyone's rank. Yeah, it was a thing, especially like at school. It was like, especially if you were like one of the people in honors classes, like everybody knew and we would talk about it and be like oh so and so beat out so and so for number one. Oh, now so and so is number three like we discussed that all the time um so the fact that they incorporated that into the game and had people beating each other out for different yeah. ranks i was like oh yeah that that's american especially in that part of america that's that's high school right there <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know if yeah, i just wasn't perfect. very like you know uh, academically <laughs> inclined. Yeah, I don't think we ever spoke about it like that. <laughs> you know what's funny is we're we're technically all New Englanders right now. It's no, that's true. Fun. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, I was born in Rhode Island, so. Oh, cool. That yeah, that's great. Soul, you should hop on. I, I keep I keep wavering. I'm like maybe Kayla and I will just make a video about um about a New England region, and then I was like, well, you know what? Maybe we'll just do uh, like a podcast. Uh, on hit on uh, on headcanon on my channel, and then I'm like, but if, but if you're from New England, you should be here, and it should be Hidden Power. We should do a Hidden Power episode about our New England region. I mean, I'm down. If you're down, <laughs> I'm down. It's fun. It's fun. I, I love. I we love should have done that today. Then. 
without uh <laughs> without Lumi. <laughs> yeah. South Carolina boy, North yeah. Carolina boy, whatever he is. One I keep those. accidentally going back to this, but like if we are seeing glimpses of other regions and the DLC does allow us to go wherever we want in in the Pokemon world, right? The DLC does give us access theoretically to any location. Um Kayla, how are you feeling with uh, eventually going back to, to Kalos or any sort of reference there? Because uh, in the DLC, there this I guess this is a spoiler. There's a bunch of Kalos items in in costumes, uh, or that, that yeah, there's there's costumes and items that ref, that refer back to characters from the Kalos region. Um, actually, also think, yeah, also uh, the Hoenn region. I think Kalos is one of the most interesting ones to go back to because. Every other region's uh, gimmick is very much tied to that particular place. Like Alola has the Z crystals; it's part of their culture. You know, um, here we can only terrestrialize if you have the crystals. Like, yeah. there's a, a sense of it just belonging in that area. For Kalos, it's a little bit different because Mega Stones are something that uh, are kind of like brought to Kalos more. It's they're not necessarily native to Kalos in the exact same way, um, like it relates to the war. So whether or not they have mega evolution in Kalos totally changes the lore there. So yeah. if we go back to Kalos in a game where there is no mega evolution, the lore has to be slightly different Weird. for that version yeah. of Kalos. That's so true. we could potentially get a lot of multiversal things if we ever do go back to Kalos. So, and that's why you should play Pokemon Snap. Oh, well, <laughs> we have. I, I should play it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, because even Pokemon when Lumi's Snap... not on the podcast, someone still <laughs> no, says that. Pokemon it, Snap it lives is, on. Pokemon, is, po- Pokemon Snap is non-mega timeline and features references to Kalos. Okay. So, so good. I highly recommend playing it because it shows you one possibility for a non-mega Kalos. Interesting. Well, do you That's think epic. do you think Paldea is non-mega timeline because there are I mean there's obviously tons of references to Kalos, but also okay. um I think it's I think it's Drayton has a, a septile which if he has a bunch of dragons and he has a yeah, septile, that's a reference to yeah. mega septile. There's also a reference in uh, what's it called, Roaring Moon's uh, entry. Yes, exactly. And actually, I didn't even yeah. realize this. I, I I said it. I didn't even realize it. The items here that you can get in the DLC is a reference to Hoenn and Kalos, both of which have megas. Yeah. Yes. Um. So. Ball guys there too, but yeah, but ball, I don't, I think, ball guys. I don't just... think it really hints to anything, but I, it's fun for the sake of conversation. Yeah, <laughs> but it they're also epic items. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's a hint. I'm I'm just uh, the existence of them though does confirm that Kalos is a real oh, place. I see what you mean. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Of course. And that certain events must have probably occurred there to some extent, mm-hmm. but. How are they different is the question. Yeah. Yeah, It's always interesting because each game is its own universe. So it could have some events from Kalos and some events not. It's impossible to say that events occurred exactly the same, but they could be similar in a lot of ways, even in a non-mega situation. Yeah. Right. I guess what this could be, yeah, so my head canon is that they were all, all of these Team Flare people were arrested. (laughs) <laughs> and then all of their costumes and technology went off to auction. And that's why we can like, we can, uh, 
you know, they, that's why they're being auctioned off and you can bid on them to win them. That's how I'm understanding it. That's funny. And then, <laughs> and then uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's cool. This is the kind of interconnect interconnectivity that I like to see. I do wish there was more customization. I, I mean, you... this is already a good step in, in that direction though. It I is, mean, I, yeah. there should be more, there should be more. I agree, but I was, I was happy when I saw this cause I was like, actually, you, you can see my, my, uh, that is my tweet. So it's like, yes. they actually have clothing options, like other ones than just, you know, just the uniforms. But, but even like, yeah. I would love to get like, uh, whose hair is it? I don't know, like, Drayton has cool hair. Why can't I have his hair? Oh, no, no, Kieran has cool hair. I want Kieran's hair, right? Like, why can't we customize with all that stuff? That would yeah, be so be... funny, too. You show up and, like, you have yeah. Kieran's hair. You look... And, and his ogre dialogue. Like, you have ogre pun and you look like me. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he's like, you're literally trying to be me. Yeah. Dude, Kieran ended up... Oh, we can't talk about spoilers. When Lumi's back... No, on, no. Let's, let's hopefully, Soul's that. done, and then, <laughs> and then we can talk about it. No, by, by the next week, I'll, I'll have it probably done. Yeah. So I wanted to, like, take my time with it, you know? This is something we talked about a little bit, but, like, I don't know. I, I like, when I got into this whole content creation game, I was yeah. like, I promised myself that I wouldn't, like, rush through things just for the sake of making some, some stuff. So yeah. that's just, like, my own... My own conviction that I just want to enjoy it. You know, That's I waited. I how long it. have we waited for this? And then, like, people are done in like two days. I'm like, how is it allowed? Not only that, but like life also. You know, I haven't gotten to play it, like, just because of life. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I had to like put time aside this week to play it just so we could record some podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of stinks because I'm like, I was just putting work off and I'm like, okay, well, I still have to do that. I'll be doing that tomorrow. I'll, yeah. Anyways, um, no, I, I get it though. I mean, days. yeah, I took three days off work and I set it up so that I I record for an hour yeah. and then I just play and do whatever I want when I'm not recording. That's so like cool. my hours of recording are just purely I'm gonna work on this the story. Work. I'm gonna do that and like mm-hmm. I'm gonna focus. And then when I'm off camera, it's like I'm gonna just run around and explore That's and hang out with it. my Pokemon. And so it gets that nice balance of like yes, like I need to finish this game and but. I also want to just run around and be like, oh, there's a surfing Rhyhorn or Rhydon. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. <laughs> so yeah. cool. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not like judging anybody. Play how you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do whatever you want. It, and, it is and yeah, it, it, it's like just a preference. At the same time, you know, where you're just like, this is kind of what I do. Yeah. So it's fun. Like, I spent, I spent the entire night when it came out on Twitter. I didn't even get to play it because I was just literally yeah. posting tons of things about it. See, that's it. funny, though. Like, yeah, you're so like... Your form of making content that. is actually playing it. For a lot of people, when they if they're going to make videos, they need to finish the game, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So like that's a little bit that's true because that actually is a a trend. We'll be like, that is a trend. Yeah, I feel like your type of content creation is commentary purely, right? Mm-hmm. So it yeah. doesn't allow you to play the game, right? A lot Which of is, times it's kind of like. But I I really like doing that though. So it's it's like super enjoyable to me. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, you know, something else I, I kind of want to talk about just briefly. I, I, I think it's pretty cool. Lumi texted me. Actually, there's two things that Lumi texted me. The first thing he texted me, <laughs> which is what I was going to bring up, is that fact Play that like... Pokemon Snap? Well, yeah. First he texted me that, and then Lumi <laughs> texted me that uh, Archaladon could be classified as a pseudo-legendary. And then he also texted me, <laughs> he also texted us that uh, that Lacey's parents are uh, elite... What's her name? Elisa? 
and clay. Yeah. But that's not canon. Yeah. No, uh, it's not. That was not. Yeah, yeah. That was proven false. No, 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 no. it's not it. <laughs> no. What do you What do you think about that? About that crazy rumor thing? Or <laughs> yeah. About How did that even expert? pop up? He said it was such. Somebody conviction. made it up. Somebody made it yeah, up. Yeah, someone legit just made it up. Alyssa is Are we the surprised? same age-ish as Skyla. They're oh. not the same age as Clay. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, well it was a scary thought, that's for sure. But yeah, that, the age we difference thought that there it was is real. Dramatic. I didn't know that. Mm. I trusted Lumi. I did too. I trusted Lumi Man, and he said he I can never trust him again. False information. But yeah, it was it's he, like You know, he was getting sick. He was getting sick. Yeah, I guess we, a little we, delirious. We, yeah, he's a little a little He loopy. didn't think it through. He didn't. He said oh, this is a good <laughs> idea. He had a dusty moment. <laughs> probably that's funny um as for the i don't know if you want to talk about that more but i don't know that's that's pretty much it what arch no no i have nothing else to say <laughs> okay okay i just thought it was no, a but, funny moment yeah as for the arch Aladon thing that's actually another thing that came from lumi like he's the one yeah. that first said that and i just ran with it i and, think it's true i think it, i it agree i agree with him yeah, yeah i do i'm just i like i've said online like i'm not ready to die on that hill if it's wrong then it's wrong yeah. like i don't care that much but well, aren't they calling it that in japan though mm-hmm. right? they're they're called 600 club Pokemon. yeah so basically right. just but so aren't f- they counting it as one of the ones in the club oh, i don't i don't actually know if they are in japan or not yeah so to, to just to clarify to for listeners person. yeah so yeah. to clarify for listeners right pseudo legendaries have been around since generation one the first one was dragonite uh, and I always understood it was classified as a pseudo legendary because it has 600 base stat totals. It's also a rare Pokemon. It's also a dragon, which was kind of legendary at the time. That's the only thing that I thought. And then the trend continued. You have one Pokemon. I guess in Gen three there was two, but uh, you have one Pokemon and with 600 base stats. One of them was a dragon. By the one, way. Yeah, one of them mm-hmm. wasn't a dragon. Yeah, that broke the trend. Mm-hmm. Actually, two of them. There was Metagross as well, right? Well, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. I don't know what you're thinking yep. of. Tyranitar. Salam. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tyranitar. But Tyranitar looks like a dragon. Anyways. Oh, yeah. So that's how I always understood it, right? It has 600 base stats, which is akin and higher than a lot of legendaries. Like, I'm pretty sure Moltres, like the legendary birds, the legendary mm-hmm. beasts, Cobalion, uh, all of them, they don't even have 600 base stat total. So to me, it's the 600 BST base stat total that makes a Pokemon pseudo-legendary. Then Lumi says, hey, the, uh, the new Pokemon Archaladon has 600 base stats. So it's tech and it's a dragon. So it's kind of like a legendary, a sub, a pseudo legendary. That's the, I mean, that's the context. And yeah, so you can chime totally. in now. <laughs> no, I, I just, you know, I didn't want to get into it with like, cause tons of people were like yeah. arguing about it. I'm like, oh wow. I didn't think that there would be, any, I didn't, I just posted just being like, wow, look, it's a, it's a pseudo legendary. It's a cool new thing. Nuts. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like I think I looked into it a little more. And the the main thing is that they, there's no other Pokemon. Archaladon is the only one other than pseudo legendaries that has 600 base that total. Yeah. Like other all than the rest of them. Legenda- actually legendaries. Yeah. But that's or, the whole point megas. of pseudo. That's the whole point of pseudo legendaries is yeah. that they're not legendaries. Yes. They're but they like legendary of a legendary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a little complicated. The, I'm, I was just looking up now because I'm like. I thought about it today because somebody messaged or somebody replied and they were like, yeah. um, that there's other Pokemon that have like 
or the pseudo legendaries have higher than 600 that would change things a little bit because they don't. i'm under i'm under the impression that they're exactly 600 they're exactly, exactly. yeah 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 so yeah then that that makes the the argument null and void yeah. in my opinion yeah. i saw somebody like post like a mega evolution too and it was like oh and i was like no that doesn't no. count mm-hmm. nope. yeah and I so, so I I so, think it is to be honest I I'm in I the think camp it of it is and it is a dragon yeah. so you have that to add to it I guess the thing that's confusing that people have also added is that like they said that the rule is that a pseudo legendary has to be three stages which historically it has been so that does make mm-hmm. sense but also um, and then what was the other thing I think it was also that 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 the experience they oh, gain sure, the experience, experience slowly game. as if anyone cares uh, about experience game I've never thought about that's that in my life so stupid but... that like, I, I have cared about that no yes. that doesn't make sense no you, no, know, no you know the only Pokemon it's like I've ever thought about that's not that like a fun is... exciting thing that's just like a it's like a it's, a, it's, like, a, it's like a it's like a thing it's like a thing in the code uh, I've just never I'm classified the thing it in the code. as pseudo legendary like I've never thought oh all pseudo legendaries have like uh, yeah. a slow and I guess they do, but the only they Pokemon do. I've ever thought about is Volcarona. Like, Larvested of Volcarona has the only one sure. that's ever caused me problems. And that's not a pseudo-legendary, No, I don't think. <laughs> uh, Ninkata also has, like, a horrible stat gain as well. But but that's because when it evolves, it evolves into two different Pokemon. Like, it it becomes two Pokemon. I've tried this to use is, that in Gen 3. This is I don't how know. I look at it. Yeah. If, if a Pokemon... Um, like, oh, how do I say this? If you take away the 600, exact 600 base stat total, and it's a three-stage line with a slow um, uh, experience gain, is it a pseudo-legendary again then? <laughs> or like, like, yeah, like what if it had if like you, 400? If you, flip it, if you flip it, then it, it like contradicts it completely. It's really hard for me to explain that in words, but it just... It kind of kills the whole argument. I just think it's silly. I, for me, I... Yeah, I, think, I mean, it's a fan term in the end anyway, but I'm just like... I'm a... I, I mean, I'd love to hear what you think, Kayla, but, like, I'm a big idea guy, so when I think... When I say, like... I say this stuff on Twitter all the time. I'm like... I'll, I'll be like, this is this, and this... And then it just makes sense to me. Theoretically, like, this makes sense. And then people always come at me with, like... Like, <laughs> the, the coding not matching up. And to me, I'm like, well, that's just silly. I don't know. I guess the coding does matter. Yeah. The coding can be an indication. And Kayla, you I feel like you probably are a code person. You like the you like the logic. I, I do know how to code, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do I do that for work, yeah. So what's what's your opinion? I mean, this is a silly it's just a silly fun thing, but what do you think? Uh I mean I think it's a pseudo legendary. I think it counts because it has six hundred base stat total. I think that's the most important factor when it comes to a pseudo legendary. Um I can understand people's arguments against it being a pseudo legendary. I think at the end of the day, you can kind of call it whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's not That's... gonna matter. I feel <laughs> you know, the same exact way. If you're using it in competitive, if you're using it for lore, like it's not. There's no like in-game definition of a pseudo legendary. Nope. So at the end of the day, call it whatever you want to call it. It reminds me. It's kind of kinda like the same thing with Blood Moon. Yeah, right where yeah. we don't really have a word for it um so we use blood moon to mean any of the ones that are like those unique forms yeah but there just isn't a good word for that so we just use the term that we have yeah exactly no that's exactly what it is i feel like there's always things that happen and we and patterns emerge and then game freak says well let's change it a little bit well there's no time mm-hmm. like the present and then there's room to i could see like if there continues to be new 600 bst pokemon that 
then more, that, would that more align with Ar- like, with okay. Arcaladon. Yeah, then, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's like, well, that's this is the main uh, pseudo-legendary, and then this is like the sub-pseudo-legendary. Kind of like how I we have... I like, like pseudo-legendaries are dead because yeah. there's no classification for them at all. They're just yeah. random Pokemon that are really strong. Yeah. That's what I would say, but... Sure. You know, if they just like make a whole bunch of random ones, it, unless it, they're just all... They're either all or they're not. Yeah. That's, I'm thinking of like... It's like how uh, mythical Pokemon used to only have 100 stats... Actually, mythicals were had the six hundred BST. It was a hundred mm-hmm. exact stat points in each stat until that wasn't a thing in like Gen six or something, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there became all the of these new mythicals. And then also, I'm thinking about like when uh, when Legends Arceus came out, Let's Go Pikachu came out. People were like, "Well, this isn't a main series game, but it definitely is a main series game." It's just a yeah, different this, way to look at literally it. what this main this series game is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like silly. Anyways, yeah. That, I don't think legendaries and mythicals were even defined at first either, mm-mm. right? So I mean, that it, I came think, later. I think it's I defined think, now. Yeah, but it wasn't I originally. Japan, I don't think. In Japan, I think it was, but they are originally? still like, yeah, I think I'm not 100. percent But in in English or in international, let's say, they were all classified as legendaries, and then they made a distinct um, changing of them. I yeah, I imagine exactly. probably Gen 2. Because Gen 1, Mew was like hidden in the code. It really was. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it I, couldn't have been a thing in Gen 1. No, yeah, I don't. I'm that not is, sure, but. That is actually really cool how it was hidden in code. Because, like, you know what's hidden in code right now? It's the. There is a mythical Pokemon. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't think I won't spoil <laughs> it. Do you actually know what it is? <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I got to stop myself. Well, okay, how about this? Let, let's. Let's talk about this. With all of the hints to Gen 5, Kalo, you're you're on Hidden Power. We got to talk about what could be coming next in 2024. Where, where are you placing your bets? Do you think we're actually going to see a Gen 5 game? Because I'm starting to think, I'm just starting to get the inclination that this really did, I mean, this isn't truthfully a Unova DLC, right? Canonically and, and emotionally, it feels like a Unova DLC. So I'm starting to think, are we even going back to Unova? But what do you think? I think that we will. Okay. I do because I think that I don't know if we'll go back to Unova in the same time that we did originally in black and white. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we go back at a time when we're able to see these characters in some form. Um, But yeah, I I think that it's kind of setting it up because it's been so long since we've been to Unova. Pokemon likes to show us a little bit of something before we go when it's a returning region so that people who weren't around (laughs) when the original games came out uh, kind of are like, oh, yeah, that's somewhat familiar to me. I want to know about that. Mm. So with all the references to it and us literally being in Unova, I think it makes a lot of sense. I agree. I've been messed around you know like i i like to play around in speculation you know what i mean like i but then i have like my own thoughts my own idea that i believe you know kind of thing mm-hmm. i mean sometimes they're not as defined but i agree with you i am pushing a little bit of johto here and there but ultimately i think there's one big thing it's like they didn't have to make this dlc unova they could have done any other region like why would they do that um i think it's like more of a them prepping us for it like exactly what you said is basically what yeah. i was thinking um i think it's both i think it's them prepping us but also with the way american schools are it just really fit well with unova and the story 
Yeah, so. true. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it's that's what's next. But in future episodes, I'll be like, you know, <laughs> we could be going to Johto. He hints toward Johto. Yeah. We could be going to Johto. It is still up in the air. I can't. I can't deny that. But personally, I think Unova. Yeah. Honestly, I would be fine if they didn't show us a new place for a little while and they just showed us uh, old regions at different times. Bro, yeah. Like, yeah, it's fun. That's we don't, crazy. We have a lot of stuff going on and there's so many things that we could revisit either in the past or future or present or whatever. Um, that could be really interesting. So I kind of wish they would just like pause on new regions just a little bit and focus on some of the lore that we have because it's so interesting. That's so it's cool. So true. That's so, so true. cool. Cause like, I mean, what that is also something that I think is really difficult. Like that's something that like they've never done to just simmer and sit on existing regions. Cause if you think about it, like if we're supposed to get Johto or Unova, right, we've done that. We've had that conversation for two years. Um, but what if but we talked about Kalos, but it's true. It's like, what if we go back to a gallery so close, but I don't know. Like, what if we, go, I, don't, I guess we did go back to, I'm just trying to think like we have all these regions. And if you bring it, if you, if you return to an old region in a brand new engine, it's essentially a brand new game. Right. And if you do it from a different time period, not like legends where it's like years ago, you know, decade, uh, centuries ago, but like, if even just thirty year difference, um, you can all of a sudden retcon and add in all these new char- new characters and change how we perceive the region. You can add, you can make it a mega timeline or whatever timeline you want. You really can make a whole new experience. I think for a long time, for a long time, I'm like, oh, I, there's something special about the two D games. I don't really know if I want to actually play some of these old games in the three D engine. But when I was in Chargestone cavern it's called cavern not the mm-hmm. cave i felt like i was in chargestone cave and that's kind of really exciting we've never seen kanto from that full 360 uh open world experience right we've never seen that it's no, always not. it's always been top down in, in in like a in a very linear what would you call that like direction right you can only see you can only look right at the character and play with the with the with the region that way but what if what if the Gen 10 game is literally like a Kanto game or something? Right? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's so again, that is so, it's, so. But you say again, but like hard to take. I don't know, I, or whatever. I'm just trying, like. No, I. I don't know. I, I, I think it's cool. I really think Gen, we could uh, Gen do 10 is like going in, in we Japan. could do it like the anime where we go to school in Kanto, but then we go to a lot of different regions. Yeah, that's true. Or, or I, there we we talked to um. We talked to Sutami uh, about like a month ago and we went through all the different ways and locations in Japan that haven't been touched on. And mm-hmm. I really do love that idea of like getting a brand new Japanese region. So it feels like Kanto. It feels like Johto. There's all these references. And then DLC could be Kanto and Johto because it's right there. It could be Hoenn. It could be whatever. And that's that would allow us to just simmer, right? We just to just simmer in those old regions relive them and, and just bring them right like that's that's the tree the true reboot right yeah. that's the true reboot. i've never i've never actually thought of this idea but that's a great idea kayla i feel like they might have like opened up a little bit to it with legends Arceus. like oh we can revisit uh a, yeah. a region and not have it like always make a new region every single time it'd be 
they don't even it doesn't even have to be a different time like they could just other games are set in the same exact location like not yeah. i'm not talking about pokemon games i mean like other games mm-hmm. um you know like they they could just literally go back to unova in the same exact time that That's we true. were there playing as that mm-hmm. character but now we're playing as some other character how in, many times have different... you gone to hyrule you know yeah a different and story also, you can you can change anything because it's a multiverse. Like, let's say there's a character that mm-hmm. was a villain originally. Maybe they're a good guy now, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe Silver becomes the head of Team Rocket and doesn't turn good. You know, maybe <laughs> Yo. Red joins Team Rocket and is it, maybe it's Red and Silver versus us. You know what I mean? Like, Bill is there the are so genius. many possibilities. Like, with yeah. these characters, because we have a multiverse, like, we had the Team Rainbow Rocket where we had all the villains and we Which had to face epic. off against them. Yeah, imagine 2.0, instead of it being villains, we have villainous versions of heroes. Yeah, that'd be so cool. That'd be I so love cool. it. Yeah. I love that idea it's like the manga lot. right remember when like sabrina was part of team rocket uh i think it was uh, blaine was part of team rocket half of the gym leaders yeah yeah that's really cool and that would actually allow it to feel like a higher stakes game kanto is really not that high stakes it's just like you know what i'm saying but imagine if giovanni behind everything was actually operating uh rainbow rocket right and that's the high stakes that we're that we're returning to um, yeah, we it, fight off against Rainbow Rocket Giovanni instead of regular. I just love mm. the idea of DLC returning to old regions. That is so cool to me. Um, yeah. I hope they do it. I really do. I don't. I can't see it right now, but if they just catch a little bit, like I was saying with, with Legends Arceus, maybe they caught a little bit of it. That'd be really, really epic. I wonder how good, like, if DLC sales is ever an issue, if, if no, they would just save it for a real game. I was going to say, like, if you're, you know, think of the biggest hype cycle on a new console, a brand new Pokemon game that's going to have the best sales of all time, right? And then how do you top that? You go, okay, well, guess what? Buy the DLC and you go back to Kanto because you love Kanto. That's going to be the best selling DLC of all time. Everybody loves right? Kanto. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do like Kanto, though. I do too. That's, that's exciting. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, are you, are you excited for, for I, I'm, I'm honestly, we didn't talk about it too much, but. I really am really appreciating Scarlet and Violet. I think, I think two, like a year and a half ago, me, Sol, and Lumi were having a conversation about what the future of Pokemon could look like in Gen 9. And I think what we envisioned is probably going to be closer to what we see in Gen 10. And it was a big letdown to see all... It was like the first game that had all of these buggy issues. I guess BDSP wasn't perfect. But um, it was a big letdown to see how the game wasn't performing as what we wanted, right? I feel like Pokemon was always a safe... It was always like a safe place, right? It's like whatever game you're playing, you know it's it's reliable, right? The The memory's mm-hmm. not going to fry, right? You can, you're can you not going to get trapped. Like you can, You're right. Before this, it was always good. Like there was... Yeah. I never had any doubt that there would be performance issues. And that, was, that. and that was a big letdown. And I think... Yeah, that was a big letdown. But honestly, the more I go back to mainland Paldea with all of these new features and I see all these little things that they're adding, I think the synchro feature is amazing. I think uh, I think the DLC was super fun. The story really is great. I'm excited to go back and actually finish my Violet playthrough um, and play through Paldea again, play through Violet all the way, experience the story with, with a year of analysis, uh, you know, of understanding these characters, but to just kind of re... Um, to just kind of reassess everything I, I, i'm having a lot of fun in scarlet and violet um what, what kind of things do you think still like are not there 
or or I don't know, like where are you at with Scarlet and Violet right now? Uh, I mean, I feel like I really liked how there were a lot of hidden things in it where if you really looked at what was going on, you could kind of figure out what was going to happen and like how the story worked, um, especially going into these DLCs. Um, So like that made it really fun from almost like a puzzle sense. I kind of want them to do more of that, though, and more of like unlocking things like i think back to the reggies yeah um back in gen 3 and that was like some of the coolest things that i think pokemon has ever done yeah um i just want more and like also in pla there were like side quests i want more things where we have to use our brains and figure things out and maybe that's not popular because i know people just want to play and not have to think too hard and, no i want that i, I want that <laughs> i do too <laughs> so like Definitely i think it would that. be nice especially if it's optional and you get benefits from doing that um that would be really nice to have that additional content mm-hmm. i think I the ruinous quartet stand out to me the most i thought they were really weird when they launched and now i'm sitting at it looking like like this is like deep lore that is going to be unanswered for two, 20 years but it's like it's so it's so great that that's just one example right i feel like there's a lot yeah. of history to paldea um yeah and there's mysteries right they kind of they kind of always did that in pokemon games where they like they just leave these they give us these lore points and leave them as yeah. mysteries which actually plays right into what we were saying earlier if they ever went back to regions and just like yeah flesh them out with all the lore that they've left there um but yeah I, scarlet and violet i don't know i don't i still the jury's out because i haven't finished the dlc yet and i'm still waiting but based on like what i'm hearing like as a whole you know i'm like i don't know where it really ranks in the grand scheme of things i i'm i like it that's what i'll say i do like it I think it's extremely experimental for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of new things all at once, and I don't think they knew how to execute that perfectly. Um, but some of the things that they've always kind of done pretty well, they did really great, like the story. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there were just some technical. There are some bad technical issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad I, in the in the DLC too. Like is. Yeah, feeling it. I was, I was telling Dusty when I was playing, um, you know, one of the one of the scenes that I know you haven't got to yet, so I'm not going to talk about it. But when I got to the scene, instead of actually having it play like a movie, like it's supposed to, instead I got five pictures in slow motion, just oh no, on the screen. So I had to wait for my partner to play it to actually see one of the most crucial scenes in the game, like. That is a, for me, who values the story so heavily, that hurt. Yeah, that's really, that's really true. Turned it back on, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if you tried that. I was recording. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, so it's on video. I just posted at noon today. Like, we'll we'll leave a link in the description. I gotta go see that. Yeah, but it just, it's awful. (laughs) That's, that really is awful. And that's probably someone's, some kid's like first experience with that, right? That's disappointing. Like, right. Just like waiting to see it. It's just like, it's like whoa. <laughs> it's, a, like, no. it's a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. I, at first I thought like, oh, is this the part where like things get taken over by, you know, a certain peach? Like, is this, <laughs> is it glitching on purpose? Yeah. No. So it doesn't, it doesn't get the highest ranking. That's what I'll say. But well, Kayla, thank you for joining us today. Um, I feel like there's so much more to talk about. 
uh, once once Soul is finished, uh, the <laughs> and the rest of the, the the people that haven't finished. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people. Who, there's yeah, people yeah. yeah there, thank you for having me on. Yeah, this absolutely. is really fun. We, we want to yes. have you on again. I think there's a lot of other topics we'd love to get your. Uh, your input on, uh, but there's so much more to talk about with the with the Indigo Disc, the hidden treasure of Area Zero, uh, specifically the post game and all of the things that we learn in that. So make yeah, sure we can to talk s- lore. Yeah, we we got to talk yes. lore. <laughs> Lumi will hopefully be back soon, um, and then we will uh, we will we will dis- be discussing more things in the in the in the months to come. Uh, but Kayla, can you can you uh, plug yourself? Uh, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, sure. So um, my channel is called Kayla's Capsule. Uh, That's Kayla with a C. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitter. I have a Discord called Capsule Monsters where we focus on evidence-based theories. So if you guys want to discuss Pokemon theories in that kind of a way, you know, feel free to join there as well. Yeah. Awesome. And then a special special shout out to our uh, channel members, our mythical tier channel members, Timothy Chu, Trash Panda, Jasko, and then a uh, huge shout out to our RCS tier channel members, Drogain and Bramtastic. You guys are keeping the podcast alive. Really appreciate you being here, Kayla. Uh, this is always a pleasure. We will be talking to you this week. We talk to you all the time. And uh, yeah, yeah. All of our so links nice will time. be in the description. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Happy holidays, Kayla. Yeah, happy holidays to you too. And everybody out there. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> See, ya. See ya. My name is Dusty Gogoat. Today, Lumi is sick. He's violently ill. Uh, <laughs> I'll do that one one more time. I don't need to include all that. <laughs> no, it's great. I think it was perfect. <laughs>